Hello and welcome to Bottle of Red, a weekly show about writing and creativity. I'm Ross Garner and I'm joined by usual guests. Ro- uh, fuck, fuck, guests? Fuck, fuck. Excuse me? Co-host, co-host. I know I, I know. I tripped up as soon as I demeaned your, <laughs> diminished your responsibility. Co-hosts, uh, co-hosts, co-hosts. Heavy sits the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Not for long. And welcome to Bottle of Red, a weekly show about writing and creativity. I'm Ross Garner, and I'm joined today by regular co-hosts, Justin Lee Anderson. Hello. And Ross Dickey. Hello. I've got a question for you guys today. Uh, I I was wondering if either of you could ever think of a show where the main character was replaced and there wasn't a drop in quality. (laughs) (laughs) Character or actor? Mm, actor, I guess. Yeah, I couldn't uh, see, think I, of one. I, I I can think of I can think of shows that the the spin-off was better than the original. There, not the same thing. Not the same. Thing. Ah, yeah, I think it is. I think it I, is. I ask, of course, because this is going to be my last bottle of red appearance. Although the show itself may or may not live on uh, <laughs> in the in the form of Russ, uh, Ross and Justin. Yes. Well, I was wondering uh, what you guys... Or Russ. Russ. Russ, Russ, is, like, <laughs> Russ, <laughs> Russ, Russ is like evil Ross from Friends. <laughs> so I'm wondering what you guys have thought of uh, of your roles in the show so far. How you how you feel about podcasting now that we're on episode it's 17. It's been a waking nightmare. <laughs> You've been awake? <laughs> <laughs> Even if our listeners haven't. Well, yes, indeed. Um, I think it's been a lot of fun. It's, um, yeah. It's one of those things, well, as, as you know, give me a platform and I'll just waffle shite about anything, frankly. What? But, um, that doesn't sound like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I'll talk about anything, whether I know anything about it or not, um, especially after a glass of red. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I think, I think the only challenging thing for me has been, and, and honestly, this, this, this might be where we miss you, Ross, is uh, coming up with what the hell we're going to talk about every week. But, you know, I we shall see. I have found that surprisingly difficult. I don't think it's surprisingly difficult. I think it's difficult. I found there was there was more work involved in that though than you might otherwise assume when you're starting off. So we're going to talk about writing and creativity, right? So there, there's a huge topic. You can talk about absolutely everything, but it's a hell of a lot easier just to get a guest in and talk about what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> as as we as we evidenced last week by getting Jason in. Ross, what do you think of the uh, the whole the whole bottle of red project? I've enjoyed it as well. Um, I think it's been fun as a podcast geek getting to see what goes into making an episode and how there's actually quite a lot of work involved and just sort of learning how to edit. Um, Were you surprised by how much work was involved? Yes, definitely. I mean, I, th- I think that's possibly got something to do with the fact that I had no idea how to use um, audition at first and working off of a timeline and that's certainly got easier as we've gone along but um, but yeah as you, as you guys have mentioned I think deciding what we're going to talk about and then the pressure to actually say something which is hopefully interesting and or amusing um, is it's yeah it's, it's more difficult than I thought it would be I think I think asking for interesting and amusing is, is uh, you know high standards there that's, that's a high bar to clear aim high do you do you <laughs> prep Ross for these shows? Do you like think of what you're going to see in advance? Because Justin obviously doesn't. Uh, I didn't <laughs> think about 
the last two episodes, including this one, because I didn't know what the topics were going to be until I showed up to record them. Uh, <laughs> so a, a breakdown in the uh, system, possibly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Possible communications chain failure. I think I prepared more for some than others, but uh, generally tried to wing it. Uh, th- I tell myself that that's because it makes it sound more natural, but the, the truth is just that I'm lazy. Uh, whereas I think you've had the complete opposite approach to it, Ross. I think you've been much more... I get the impression, anyway, that you've prepared each time we record something. I think... Um, I would I would be the opposite of Justin. So he, Justin does not prepare, and it's amazing how... Uh, Riley, amusing he is, intelligent, <laughs> comes out with all sorts of witticisms that will remember long after he's gone. Whereas I, I do prepare. Uh, where, where am I going? Wait, what? I prepare. Well, you're, you're quite a bit older than than me and Ross. So <laughs> after you're gone, we'll sit around and remember your witty remarks on bottle of bread, and we will chuckle fondly. Awesome. Your health is not what it once was either, Justin. <laughs> no, my health is exactly what it's always been. That's the problem. <laughs> so, so I am the opposite, though. Where I, I do spend. Um, a surprising amount of time preparing questions and planning what I'm going to say and topics that I think will be interesting and then I balls it up once it comes to recording so it's uh... <laughs> and then you spend the entire podcast interrupting me to tell me how you disagree with me and then agree with me well it, my wife pointed this out is that we, oh, I, I do I think I disagree with you <laughs> and then what I'm really doing is saying I disagree as a means to interrupt bring the conversation back to what I want to talk about and actually I then talk about something else <laughs> so, <we've laughs> so I t- it's not so much I disagree with you. It's I disagree with you Your talking about this. Perceptive. Let's talk about something else. Yes, shut up. It's my turn. <laughs> my turn in the spotlight. I remember when I was the host. <laughs> speaking speaking uh, of which, what was it that made you decide to start a podcast, Ross? Now that you're at the end of your tenure as host, it seemed really easy, or it didn't seem like there was a high barrier to entry. Although actually, it kind that, of that in itself isn't really reason enough to start a podcast, though, just because something's easy. There why did you want been... to do it? Uh, yeah, why did you want to do it? Yeah, I, so I, I guess I uh, I developed a taste for interviewing when I was at uni doing journalism, but which is not something that my current job requires in the same way. So working at Good Practice as a instructional designer, I do have to interview people relatively often, but it tends to be about uh, topics related to work. It's not really the kind of invasive personal questions that I've developed a taste for as a, <laughs> as a You don't get to talk journalist. about little girls having a dump of customs, for example. Yeah, exactly. I don't like to... <laughs> so, for example, Jean uh, Rafferty, author, came on this show and wrote a book about Myra Hindley. Um, and I was, she wrote I was, the book on the show? My yeah. God, it's amazing. <laughs> the reason I bring her up. I, uh, I disagree with you, Justin. And I'll <laughs> segue back into what I was saying. Sorry, let me shut up. I was... Uh, I was able to challenge her on, on her uh, reasons for doing that and put to her some of the criticisms of that, which is, is not something that you can do uh, if you're trying to work with someone to develop an online course. It's a slightly different relationship. So you can be more of a rude git. Yes, do you think even in... I think it's you a, couldn't have the same conversations in person. Do you think it gives you a certain license to ask questions that you wouldn't in a sort of normal... Yeah, I think it definitely does. Yeah, and I and I think that people come on the show expecting that veiled in the cloak of uh, journalism, you can ask whatever you like. Mm. Yeah, the yeah the dirty soiled cloak of journalism gives me a right <laughs> to. Uh, yeah, I I think that uh, particularly when you're interviewing authors, 
they kind of know what they're going to be asked in advance. I think most criticisms aren't going to be particularly new. Uh, I'm not even criticising. I just want to kind of uh, get them to say something interesting. And I, and I find that if you're going to write about a controversial subject, it's interesting to know why you would have done that. Why did she do it? I don't think I ever listened to that episode. She uh, thought it was a great story, basically. Uh, and then she struck up a friendship with uh, Ian Brady, who was the other Moore's murderer. And yeah, yeah. so got lots of material said, on it. I know who Ian Brady was. It's okay. For the audience, you can't make that kind of comment because it assumes that the audience... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, makes it, it creates an awkward vibe where if the audience at home didn't know, now they feel like an idiot. Oh, okay. We can assume uh, that you know, all of our listeners know who Ian Brady is, though. Do you know, but that is interesting because it does, it does occur to me that in the last podcast I did, I did talk to um, Jason about callbacks and it, didn't, it did occur to me halfway through that I hadn't actually explained what the hell a callback was and if anybody didn't know what it was. Yeah, and I think that's something that is a difficulty with the podcasting, particularly when it's going well, is that you forget that it's not just a conversation. That yeah. you have an audience who are listening and you need to put yourself well, in their <laughs> shoes. Ostensibly, you have an audience who are listening. Do you know, I've had people say to me, uh, you know, I've been listening to your podcast. I've your been mother, surprised by... No, no, my mum doesn't listen, I don't think, that often. I think it's actually... Best she, she doesn't. Not even your mother will listen I, I think she stopped listening when I asked you about darkly comic masturbation, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, a lot of people have told me that that was their favourite moment from the show. Your darkly comic masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> you've done it again. Say, I missed that episode, <laughs> frankly. So, have you? Um, you've been surprised then by people who've mentioned the podcast to you, Ross? I'm surprised that as many people have listened to it as have, um, and seem to enjoy it. Although those numbers are not enormous, they are. Uh, I mean, we could talk numbers. I think we should just be honest about it. So, the show's had. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming up on 2,000 listens. I think it's 1,800, something like that. Uh, I think that's the best bad. episodes had about 300, and the, the worst has had about 55. Although I am surprised that there's, a, there's quite a long tail on the episodes. So the, the episodes that were published first, almost a year ago, are continuing to get listens. So I think that explains some of the, the lower numbers that for, the, for more recent episodes. So I don't know if you... Ooh. Would you guys consider that successful or a failure? I have absolutely no context to judge it by. I don't know whether it's good or not. It seems good. I mean, you know, if 300 people have listened to an episode, that's that feels like, you know. See, I think cool. it, I think well, I think I got well, I don't know what your impression was, Ross, when you started it, but uh I think I would have been interested in doing this even if nobody was listening to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, apart from ourselves. Well, that, I mean, as I said, we're, that, we're, I didn't do it for listeners. That wasn't the reason I did it in the first place. And just as well. I'm just doing but it. As, well. as Justin said, we're all just opinionated bastards and we quite like the sound of our own voices and think we have interesting things to say <laughs> wait so i don't we, remember well, saying we, that wait a minute i don't remember <laughs> I that either i think you i think you just described what you think i think you just described what you think of me hang on i listened minute. between the lines um but no i uh yeah i think we would have been sitting around having these conversations anyway or we were having them anyway and so we might as well just hit record and produce a podcast that's true um, so no I mean I didn't, I didn't set out with any had. expectations of what success or failure would look like are you looking at your phone Ross? Uh, yeah I'm actually doing some sums I was <laughs> although, I, <laughs> although I was riveted in what you were uh, saying I, I was trying to because I was thinking so 300 listens is the best episode 1800 yep. listens overall seems like quite a low number and certainly if you're going to be looking at like hits for a blog post or something like that then um, that's probably pretty low 
Uh, I was wondering how much that was in terms of duration, though. So I'm I'm very quickly just going to change it. There's 600 hours of people listening to the show, assuming that they listen to the end. It's quite a lot of time, and I think that's that one of the biggest barriers to growing a podcast audience is that it is an enormous time commitment for anyone who doesn't mm-hmm. habitually listen to podcasts. So, like Justin, you there said that you didn't listen to Ross's Darkly Comic Masturbation. No, I listened to it. I just wasn't there for the recording. <laughs> and just as well. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I, nobody I, wants to hear that. No, wait. Out of context, that's horrible. Yeah, no. <laughs> that was the most so popular episode. We should we <laughs> start a new podcast, Ross, called thank, Darkly thank, Comic Masturbation. Thankfully, my mother does not listen Ross. to this podcast. <laughs> no, neither does mine, thankfully, or neither do my children. They certainly won't be. Do you <laughs> do you, do, you, do you listen to podcasts, Justin? Um, I uh, listen to hours occasionally. Um, <laughs> I listened to uh, I listened to one. What the hell was the one? One of you recommended to me and said it was really good. Um, Radio Lab. Radio Lab. That's probably what it was. And I listened to it. I, the thing with me is I'm usually I'm not usually in a position where I'm not doing something else so I can listen to it. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. um, I found myself. That is the um, key. Go on, finish your point, and then I'll explain why that's the key. Right. So I found myself, I had to do some, as you know, due to me being exceptionally healthy, I, I, uh, my physio ordered me to do some stretches for my duff shoulder. And I, that ended up like getting up to about like 40 minutes worth of time where I was doing nothing other than just doing stretches. And it, it suddenly occurred to me, I was like, oh, this would be a good time to listen to a podcast. So that's when I put it on and I listened to it while I was doing something else when it wasn't practical for me to like sit and watch TV or something. And, um, and that works quite well. And I think that's probably, if, I'm gonna, if I was going to do it again, that if, I was, if there's a podcast that really grabbed me and made me want to listen to it, which I suppose is not going to happen unless I actively go out and see what podcasts are out there, um, I think that's probably time to do it. And I think, uh, you know, it, it, you're right. It's, it's, it's uh, well, uh, preempting what you're going to say, it's finding the time when you're not doing something else and you can listen to that while you're doing it. See, I suspect that Ross would agree with me and say that finding the time is not difficult at all. So I... I uh, met one of my pals in the pub there and I, and I was asking if he if he'd ever listened to the show he said he listened to a couple but who has half an hour every week even 20 minutes to listen to take time out and listen to a podcast and I was like well I've listened to two hours worth of podcasts this day already I got up and I put on a podcast for half an hour as I was pottering about the flat and then had an hour long lunch break the entire time I was listening to a podcast and then as I cycled to the pub I listened to another podcast for half an hour and it's so a podcast on your bike. you have a problem I think you lunatic but so it's it's a habitually part of something that I do, and I think Ross, mm-hmm. you're probably the same. Uh, I mean, it was more so I think when I had a an hour long commute to work every day, which is a sort of perfect length for a podcast. But as you say, I mean, I still find time in the morning or when I'm cooking dinner at night or something to listen to a podcast. And people wouldn't bat an eyelid at watching however many hours of Netflix or you know BBC iPlayer, or whatever it is. Yeah per week and so as you say it's just forming that habit I think you you can make time but you're you're choosing I think the difficulty is getting people to choose audio over um, but video. I don't feel like I'm even making time I feel like when I'm hanging up the washing I'll just put on a podcast or if, I, if I'm going to the toilet sometimes I'll put on <laughs> a, a podcast oh my <laughs> half an hour later it's just something I do all the time to the point that or, there's, there's or pe- watching a hockey video or watching a hockey video <laughs> call back to last week uh, Jason John Whitehead check it out you'll find that reference hilarious <laughs> um yeah, I just um, I've I've got to the point sometimes where I don't think I've had silence for days, 
and sometimes I feel like my mind is going into meltdown and I have to force myself to stop listening to podcasts. Ira Glass's voice is just echoing. <laughs> exactly, and Roman Mars with his sexy, sultry tones. But if that's part of your life, it's just... It's a huge part of your life. And those are the kind of subscribers that you want, I think, if you're going to do a podcast like Bottle of Red. And people like your mum, who listens for like a couple of episodes until suddenly it's the sound of darkly comic masturbation <laughs> and she can't bear to listen anymore you know thank you very, just thank you very much for squeezing as many references into darkly comic masturbation as we possibly can before you hang up here <laughs> I'm just relieved I'm well, just relieved that's what you finished that sentence which began with squeezing <laughs> with something to- <laughs> no and uh, no offence well, to Ross's mum who might be listening to this uh, we appreciate well, my mum does not listen to this alright well so we appreciate the, the listens but the subscribers are really the high value ones and I it's the, one of the problems with podcasting is it's difficult to tell how many subscribers you actually have. I've got no mm. idea. I think there's another element to this, mm. which is um, just backing up a little bit, which is, you know, you say it's, it's about being part of your routine and stuff. And you, I think the, the elements you're leaving out are the fact that I also have children and a second ostensibly part-time job. Um, and so my time is extremely limited and I wouldn't listen to something while I was cycling anywhere um, on my commute because I um, I want to be able to hear the cars not running mm. over, frankly. So um, my my opportunities to s- just listen to a podcast are much though. Even like I mean, if I'm folding washing, it's in the living room with my family around me, usually watching TV. So that's I have many fewer opportunities than you do to listen to a podcast, and that's a lifestyle thing. How long is your commute in the morning if you take the bus? If I take the bus, it's probably about. 40 45 minutes and actually that's a really good point um of course the problem with that is that i, I don't know how my, my phone, case i don't know how i don't know how well my phone would handle both ingress and a podcast at the same ingress, time yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's not habit it's not choices. habitual though that's the that's the key it's not habitual well, like, ing- ingress is extremely habitual let me tell you <laughs> all right is there anything else that you guys want to say i was actually going to touch a little bit on uh, on marketing for the podcast and most of our blog posts um most of the traffic for them comes from Facebook, although I, I find that a horrific method of marketing. I don't know how this compares with your book, Justin. I can't imagine anyone isn't aware that you've written a book on your Facebook. What, but anybody, um, in world, anybody in Facebook? No, I think everybody that's ever been anywhere near me on Facebook knows about my book. But I publish a, a link to this podcast every week on Facebook from my own account and from the Bottle of Red account. And I, quite often you guys will share it and, and so will other people. And I still speak to folk who are in the sort of creative industries who even if they didn't bother listening, might be interested in the fact it exists, who aren't aware that I have a podcast, who I'm friends with on Facebook. I find Facebook hmm. seriously restricts the uh, the reach of my advertising. It does. And it, it does that in order to make you spend money with them. And um, yeah. I think as we discussed, did we discuss this on a previous show? I think we did. Where, um, oh, hell, my battery's running low. Hang on. Um, where uh, We need to plug Justin in, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, otherwise I'm going to fall asleep. Well, take a break. Go and um, get your battery. Go and get your charger. Yeah, okay. Hang on, I'll be right back. We actually didn't talk about this in a previous episode. This was going to be... This was uh, my first topic that we ended up ditching. Oh, yeah. we decided it was too serious <laughs> and we're also hammered by the time we got around to recording it. Yeah, that was... Um, yeah, that. W- how, far, how far we've come since that? Well, I was just thinking time. it was interesting that we... So I recorded four shows before we uh, actually... Before I actually published one. Uh, right. a sort of prototype things and again when the format changed into the sort of chat show kind of format mm-hmm. and there was three of us 
we kind of did the same thing. Company, we recorded was, three yeah, and then a... ditched them because they were, mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's uh, it's possibly something that we overlook now because I think that we kind of relaxed into it. But the the prototyping was, I don't know. Do you think it felt difficult? It didn't feel difficult at the time, but it was rubbish. Houston, we have left. Um, we're talking about prototyping. I definitely, I definitely yeah. <clears throat> I definitely feel even doing. I mean, probably we don't want to talk about this right now. But even recording remotely, first couple of times I did it, I thought it was horrendous. But I'm kind of used to it now. Um, I I think recording remotely is a big is a much different experience to recording in the same room. It, I think it is, that it is you, different. you lose an element of spontaneity and and just being able to take each other's you know visual cues and I think you lose something when you when you do a podcast remotely from when you sit in the same room and do it. I think it's a case of getting used to it. I think I'm definitely more used to it now than yeah, I was. Yeah, so do I. I'm finding this. I'm, I'm finding this experience better for, for those who obviously are not aware, which would be everybody listening to this that isn't us. Um, we're recording this via three of us sitting in different places and doing it via Skype. And actually being able to see you rather than just hear you does make a difference. Um, Justin, you were saying something before you ran off to get your battery charger, and we lost you for a minute there. <laughs> yes, what the hell was I saying? You were talking about Facebook, Facebook, Facebook advertising. advertising. I was. I was. I, I have found um, Facebook advertising to be very effective but only once you spend money on it um it doesn't it doesn't promoting yourself through facebook only works to a great to a certain extent and then it just as you say it limits you it stops you from well i spent getting away 10 pounds spending money. i spent 10 pounds on bottle of red once and it basically got nowhere i find the organic uh, sharing was much better for it how but does you that have to, you have to how much would right. you spend or what how would you target it um you have to you have to target the right I mean I don't know how you would target this particular podcast you have to target it in such a way I mean you know I would imagine step one is people who like podcasts um, and then start refining that down so that you want to get you want to make sure that you get as many um, criteria as possible together to get the kind of people you want and that is that just takes time it takes a bit of practice to work it out um, so sorry I'm, how I, much have you spent on your book i'm wondering on advertising on advertising yeah um about uh i spend either at any given time i'm spending either one pound or two pounds a day on advertising mm, so a reasonable amount yeah yeah i mean well you're looking at between what 30 and 60 pounds a month yeah uh, but i see I, I see the return on that so i see the increase in sales more than justifying the cost of the sales. Uh, that's possibly the difference is there's absolutely no return on podcasting at all. No, exactly. You don't get any money at this. The whole, the whole point of this is this well, is another yet. platform. Just wait until we're sponsored by Squarespace. Well, it's not going to help if we cancel <laughs> the show. It depends what you guys are going to do after. Oh, I don't know if we're going to cancel the show. You're leaving. I'm I know, leaving. I know. The thing is, Ross, what I, what I hadn't thought about until now is because I've just, we've just been kind of muddling along with this, is that I know tons of interesting creative people that we could have had on to be chatting with. And it only just occurred to me. I know me a few. That, uh, that, that we could be doing that. <laughs> so basically, Ross and I are going to carry this on. We will definitely take a hiatus because um, not only uh, is Ross leaving, but I have a book to write um, for the rest of this year. So uh, we, will have, we will have a hiatus at least until after Christmas. Um, and I, I, think, I think the format thereafter, Ross, will just be uh, you and me, and we'll randomly get other creative people in who are interesting and fun and talk about stuff. Sounds good. It's almost worth doing just to have one less Ross on the show. I find the, the two Rosses is slightly confusing on an audio show. Yeah, it is. Ross, 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 Ross. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of people I can think of. that Actually, there's quite a few people, I think, who would uh, 
who would quite happily do it regularly as a sort of guest appearance. So it, uh, I don't think we've got a lot of fun. Yeah, an art called Ross. Yeah, yeah. So well, um, uh, thanks very much, guys. It's been an absolute blast, and I do appreciate you uh, steering the ship as I as I depart at this port. You can you can steer it to pastures new. I'm going to mix my metaphors as much as I can. To I thought we were making you walk the plank. You do appear to be wearing some kind of sailor shirt, Jean-Paul <laughs> Gaultier style. So I would recommend you drop the visual gags for the next series. <laughs> so that is the uh the last that you will hear from me i'm uh, on twitter at ross a garner uh, if you want to get in touch with the remaining hosts of bottle of red uh, you can reach justin at author jla and ross at bottle of red net for now i am leaving the show this is ross garner last surviving member of the bottle of red Signing off. Thought it ended with an alien reference. It was, it was, it was moving. Yeah. You can't see it from the poor quality webcam, but I have a tear in my eye. <laughs> I'm going to stop recording.